Welcome, welcome to the Crypto for Newborns podcast, where we take baby steps around the block. I'm your host, Biff Laurie, and this is episode 15, where we'll take a look at the recent decline in Bitcoin's value. The initial round was prompted by a statement from Elon Musk that Tesla would no longer take Bitcoin as payment for its vehicles due to the energy concerns regarding Bitcoin mining. We covered that in episode 14. And then, news came out recently that China is banning payment and services of cryptocurrencies. Here's a segment from an article that I'll post in my show notes. China has banned financial institutions and payment companies from providing services related to cryptocurrency transactions and warned investors against speculative crypto trading. It was China's latest attempt to clamp down on what was a burgeoning digital trading market. Under the ban, such institutions, including banks and online payment channels, must not offer clients any service involving cryptocurrency, such as registration, trading, clearing, and settlement. Bitcoin plummeted in price as a result, dropping down below $40,000. I'll include the coin market cap article about the drop in my show notes. With the news out of China, the drop in price is understandable. The country that has almost 18% of the world's population appeared to be out of the digital currency market. Less demand means less value. Later, the article does state that China has banned crypto exchanges and initial coin offerings, but has not barred individuals from holding cryptocurrencies. Still, that certainly creates an undesirable environment for people in China who have cryptocurrencies. After all, what are they going to do with it then? So it seems a major player in digital currencies, China, is no longer in the game. But that's far from the truth. China has been working on a digital version of their own fiat currency, the yuan, since 2014, and they are far ahead of other countries in terms of developing their digital currency and rolling it out. As you can imagine, there are global implications if and when they are successful in implementing it. I'll post a link to an article in my show notes that addresses that. There is much speculation that the recent news is part of China's plan to have their fiat currency, the yuan, become the world reserve currency. I've posted an article about how the yuan could do so in my show notes. Authorities in China have iterated that their country has no intention in doing so, and I've posted a Bloomberg article that addresses that in my show notes as well. I think it's always good to get both sides of the story. It's hard to deny, though, the economic benefits if that were to happen. The U.S. dollar has been the world's principal reserve currency since the end of World War II and is the most widely used currency for international trade. Because of that, the U.S. can borrow money at a relatively lower cost and allows the U.S. to impose powerful sanctions. There are other advantages as well, but it doesn't take a PhD in economics to figure out that the country whose currency is the world primary reserve currency has certain financial leverage and power over others. Now, this information is not intended to be an indictment of China by any means. I've never heard of any country who didn't wish to have financial leverage in a global economy. China is not the only country trying to restrict or ban cryptocurrencies. And while such measures as China took regarding cryptocurrencies has not happened and may never happen in the U.S., certainly centralized authorities in the U.S. have not spoken favorably about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in general. 
It goes back to what we've discussed in earlier episodes, centralized authority versus decentralized authority. Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies for the most part run on a decentralized model, and it's undeniable the popularity and desire to embrace cryptocurrencies in the U.S. and worldwide is for that reason. This is obviously a threat to centralized institutions. I've posted an article in my show notes that shares big short investor Michael Burry's opinion on the government's opposition to Bitcoin. For those of you not familiar with him, Michael Burry is known for his billion-dollar bet regarding the U.S. housing bubble and crash in 2008. However, another article I'll provide in my show notes covers pushback to crypto fearmongers, and the source, the proponent of this, may not be who you'd expect. It's the former CIA director, Michael Morell. He suggests there will be, and I quote, severe geopolitical repercussions for the U.S., vis-a-vis China if it wastes energy and resources chasing a ghost as opposed to leveraging blockchain, unquote. What he's saying basically is that while the government seems worried about the potential of illicit activity that can happen with Bitcoin, he's saying that's a very small issue compared to the power and benefit of the U.S. utilizing and embracing blockchain technology. Whether or not you agree with what he says, a key point is not to throw out the baby with the bathwater. Cryptocurrency is technology, not just digitized cash. Let's take the U.S. Where would the U.S. be today had it not embraced technology? What if the U.S. would have banned the internet or cell phones? I'm sure there are those that argue that maybe we'd be better off without all that technology, and on one level I agree. We text each other instead of talk to each other. We surf the web and, and stream entertainments instead of going out and actually meeting and interacting with people. But is that technology's fault? Technology is a tool. The power to use it for good is in our hands. One final note, when learning about cryptocurrencies, don't shy away from reviewing all points of view or seeing the global picture. Whether the information proves accurate or false, or something in between, It's important to be informed to better understand cryptocurrencies. I'm your host, Biff Laurie, and you've been listening to the Crypto for Newborns podcast, where we take baby steps around the block. Thanks for tuning in.